Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Amazon Book Club. This week, we're reading Murder, Mayhem, and Mama by Christy Craig. This one goes out to all the mamas out there. We love you, but not as much as we love murder. Welcome back to the Amazon Book Club Podcast. My name is Austin Hanna. Hi, I'm Ganesh Sarma. Shane Burklow. And this week, we're reading a book called Murder, Mayhem, and Mama. Mama. By Christy Craig. I believe we've read Christy Craig before on the podcast. This is a one of our few returning authors. I believe we read it was episode three, a very early one we read. We're lucky to have this. Yeah? We're lucky. Uh, Chris, Christy's good. Chris Christ. No, this is not Chris Christie. It's Christy Craig. Yeah, I know. Oh, okay. Yeah. She I, I seem to remember liking that book, but I like them all. I remember there was some a lot of nudity in that book. Yeah. Oh. Nothing gets me riled up like literary nudity. I hate it. Oh, Shane's a prude. Do you well, hate it or you just hate me reading it to you? I hate you. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's <laughs> reading it. Let's get down to brass tacks. We hate Ganesh. So, on that note, if you've never listened to this podcast before, what we do is every week we read a free ebook from Amazon Prime. We read the first page, the 25% mark, the 50% mark, the 75% mark, and the last page. Five whole pages of a book. And then uh, we, we, I get it. I call a car and I go home. And boy, do you. Boy, it's, we, I say, step on it. Get me out of here. Get me out of here. See he you says, next week. He says, sir, yes, sir. He's flop sweat everywhere. He's nervous. He's like, oh, this is a this, this guy, is a real passenger I got back not here. Fucking around. Uh well, we love you, Ganesh. No, no. I no. was just ribbing you earlier. Oh, I meant it. Uh so Ganesh, how about we read the synopsis of murder? Mayhem. No, that's not right. Mayhem, mama, shit. Mommy was murders. Uh no, no, no. Murder, no. mayhem, and mama. Oh, I got it right. Shit. Wait, mayhem is first? Murder. Wait, what's second? Ma- no. <laughs> Live, laugh, read with New York Times bestselling author Christy Craig. Wow, a little self-promotion right at, at the top. How? I, we go over this every time we hear it. But like, how? Is she a New York Times bestselling author? Yes. Because she's not. She's a liar. She's lying. Christy, I'm calling you out. You're a liar. Being a mama is hard. Put it on her grave. But the job's even tougher. Here lies a liar. When you're dead. Oh, I thought you were talking about mamas. Here lies a mama. Mm. Rest easy, mama. Callie McKay's mama isn't ready to pass over to the other side yet. Speak of the devil. Oh, is this a ghost story? Dying mamas. Her oh, still dying. unlucky in-love daughter needs her now more than ever. Before Mama can chain smoke her way to heaven. I don't like hearing Mama this much. Mama. She's got to make sure Callie's ex-deadbeat boyfriend doesn't get her daughter killed. Mama's such like a wet southern term. Wet. It's wet. like Mama. My, yeah. Oh, my Mama. Yeah. Oh. So you got molasses coming out of your mouth. Like yeah. my Mama. My Mama. Grief sucks. Hey, tell me about it. Love heals. I have that on t-shirt. Grief sucks. <laughs> Love heals on the back. That's yeah. what it says. <laughs> Has prayer hands. Has a little happy face. Callie lost her mom to cancer. Ouch. Detective Britt Lowell lost his partner. What was that? To murder. Brett Lowell. You saying saying Louisville? Lowell. Oh. I used to have a shirt that said Louisville Sluggers, and I thought it was Louisville. Oh. You're simpleton, so that makes sense. Now he's in the mood to take down some dirt bags, and Callie's ex just happens to be a dirt bag, leaving a trail of dead bodies behind him. Damn. Oh, so he's that's illegal. Yeah, that's it goes a little bit beyond dirt bag. That's but a, that murderer is a real dirt bag. Aren't yeah. Don't trust that guy. Aren't they all? Yeah. Are there good murderers? Yeah. Who? I don't know, like everybody in the army. <laughs> Can Britt trust this beautiful woman to help take down her ex? Can Callie look past this sexy cop's hard ha- hard exterior? I guess I say hard more. To trust him with her heart. Can life get any crazier when Mama starts meddling from the grave? Mama. From it that. is a ghost story. Yeah. 
Only one thing is for sure. Stay in your grave, mama. Mama, you wouldn't meddle no more. Jesus. Your cats are meddling. None of it will matter unless they catch a killer before the killer catches them. Well. Well, that's the case with any murderer. Mm, yes. Well, mama sounds like a real piece of work. Well, she's dead or yeah. dying. No, she's dead from the grave. Well, maybe she's dying in the beginning. You know, we'll see right now when we jump ahead to the first page of Murder, Mayhem, and Mama. Mama. Well, Minaj talk. It's your new podcast, Minaj Trois. If you guys talking about Nicki Minaj. <laughs> no? No. Nah, okay. So let's... Hey, let's jump ahead now to the first page of Murder, Mayhem, and Mama. Mama! Mama! Callie Am, your alarm went off 20 minutes ago, and that naked weasel in bed with you cut it off. Ooh, some nudity right off the bat. Damn it! Shane hates this. Oh, I'm just wiggling around over here. Thanks, Mom. Callie McKay rolled over in bed. She buried her nose deeper into her lavender-scented pillow and tried to ignore the roar and grind of hopeful Texas's Monday morning traffic filtering through her bedroom window. Sounds shitty. What do your pillows smell like? Uh, sweat. Dandruff. <laughs> Sleep offered escape. Escape from... Did you hear me? The four-finger touch against Callie's back. Is that mama? Is that your mama? Mama! Mama, no. Mama! Mama, get out! Get on! Against Callie's back, sent panic shooting up. Mama, no! Shooting through her sleep-dazed mind. She popped up on her hands and knees, air hitching (laughs) in her throat. Weird way to wake up. (gasps) I pop up on my hands and knees. And I bark like a dog. Yep. Woof. Gasping, she stared over her shoulder. Walk me, mama. (laughs) No mom, of course, no mom. What is it? A masculine voice asked. She looked at the weasel, Papa? Stan. Stan. Uh, good. That's a good name for a weaselly man. Stan. Stan the weasel. Stan. Stretched out next to her, his black hair laced. Your biggest fan. This is Stan. Across his brow. <laughs> Just a dream. Still positioned as if offering horsey rides. Yikes. <laughs> Maybe like take a new move. Yeah. That's not a comfortable way to wake up. Like child's pose. Yeah. <laughs> that's her yoga. In te- that's the yoga in Texas. I do horsey rides. Yeehaw. We're doing hot yoga. She saw Stan's gaze zero in on the scooped neckline of her nightshirt. Oh, what's in there? Her girls were no doubt making an appearance. <gasps> Ooh la la. I fucking hate this. No, Shane no. likes it. He's doing his eyebrows at me. Yeah. And by that, I mean he's shaping them. Yes. That's also what Ganesh calls his testicles. The girls. <laughs> <laughs> the girls might make an appearance tonight if you're lucky. <laughs> Come on out, girls. We've got Cindy Lou Who and <laughs> Big Mama. Oh, oh, not Mama. <laughs> These girls got bangs. Whoa. Wait, is this the book? Let's go on. His body. <laughs> His violet eyes went from casual sleepy to want to get laid in a nanosecond. (laughs) She flipped over and plopped on her butt. It says butt? Yeah. That's too much. Can we choose another book this week? Bad dream? He asked as if guesstimating his odds for getting lucky. And from the smirk in his eyes, he had the odds all wrong. Ooh. (laughs) Not happening. Dirty weasel stain. She adjusted the nightshirt to non-cleavage level and blinked at the red illuminated numbers of the clock. Crap, I needed to be up 20 minutes ago. Kids love it when their teachers are late. Oh, Stan, you're sick. Well, he's got a point. Yeah. He inched closer as if he hadn't heard her not happening comment. His calf hair crinkled against her knee. Excuse me, wait. Calf hair? Christy Craig, I remember you. I remember everything you bring to the table. What you bring really to the table? gross descriptions of like small parts of people's bodies. I gotta say, my calves aren't that hairy. Your shins, for sure. Calves, the, no. The backs. You got hairy calves? No. no. Wear and tear brings she, them down. 
<laughs> Shane's putting his calves to work. And his tongue flicked inside her ear. Uh, I'm going to school. A move that had even her liver shriveling up and screaming. See, what the Yuck. fuck? No, we're taking it. We're going opposite paths here. I love this. This is what I want. All right. This is what I wanted out of this podcast. You want some liver talk, huh? Yeah. She really needed to tell him she didn't like that. But telling men what she liked and didn't like in the sex department was like asking a new boss for a raise. This is fucked up. Mm, Yeah. Took a turn. Or telling a stranger he had a blob of spinach in his teeth. It just didn't feel right. Don't do that. Well, you should help other people out. Would you? If you saw a stranger with spinach in their teeth, you'd say something. If they were talking to me, I'd be like, that's like grounds to get hit. Why? Here in New York? Whoa. Trying to help them. I don't think that's true. But many extremes of this podcast. We have selfless Shane, the angel, who would tell a man, sir, you have spinach in your teeth. And we have Ganesh, who's so frightened of human contact that he thinks he might get hit. (laughs) (laughs) And then me in the middle, I just wouldn't talk to a stranger at all. (laughs) I would say something if like some other fly down. So you'd say that? I wouldn't say that because that means you're looking you're looking down there. The teeth are in order. What would you say? Would you say close? Hey, your penis is out. Put it away. Would you say close the barn door? Yeah, X Y Z, buddy. That's way better. Mm. Classic. No, I'd say your penis could come out, and I don't want that to happen. Don't say that. Now that's grounds to get hit, sir. Your penis could come out, sir. Ganesha's afraid to say spinach in public, but talking about dudes' penises—that's fair uh, game for him. That's fair game. Why not? He'd like it. I know the line. I don't think you do. <laughs> Spinach and teeth. Pfft, get real. She needed more can't, like bread. Can't be late. She leaned out of tongue range. I get bread in my teeth. You do? Yeah. You got big gaps. How do you get bread in there? Because like, he's got like four teeth, dude. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> I forgot. Shane the Hayseed down from Cowshit Road. I'm working teeth. up to uh, a whole new mouth. I do remember you said once you only need two to chew. I stand by it. And you're working double time. (laughs) Can't be late. Then skip work. He caught the hem of her nightgown and finger walked his way up past the knee, past the thigh. No. Well, what's next? She grabbed his wrist and jackknifed out of bed. I'm a jackknife myself when you get out of here. Do you know how long it's been since we've had sex? Halfway to the bathroom, she pivoted, stared, and decided the relationship was too new to be having this conversation. That meant it was also too new for her to be waking up with him. He'd been here for three weeks now. She couldn't remember for sure how long he'd told her it was going to take for his new apartment to become available. Gross. This guy sucks. But three weeks was too long, wasn't it? Or had that been a lie? Oh, goodness. She hated early morning epiphanies. Oh, it's been forever since we've done it. Oh, I thought I was going to get it. I wanted an exact time. I had an epiphany the other morning. Oh, go on. Is it about the Matrix? No. It wasn't as much as like an epiphany as it was just me. I woke up with a song stuck in my head. Uh, that's way different, but okay. It was the Mary Tyler Moore theme. Yeah, that's a good one. That really a, brightened my morning. Wow, that's the whole story? Yep. Well, you got to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what song is stuck in my head a lot of mornings? Uh, like more often than it should. To pump anyone. up the jam. Pump it up while the beat is pumping. Walking on broken glass. Oh. That's good, but hasn't been stuck in my head. No. Well, it will be now. Well, that was certainly worth a break in the book. Uh, are we done? Is that it for that page? That's it. Okay. Hey, where's mama? Mama. She did. Mama. No, she's not. She woke him she up. Woke no, him that up. was in a dream. That was oh, a dream. You're right. You're right. So she that was in a dream. But that was her ghost, maybe. Could be her ghost. Ooh. Anyway, sounds like mama's going to take care of this little weasel, Lenny. What's his name? Stan. Stan. Whoops. Uh, well, you know, fine. I feel bad for her. Seems like this guy's a creep and a mooch and is just kind of crashing with her for weeks on end without any kind of, you know, resolution in sight. Don't care for it. Don't like the guy. Thoughts? Anybody? Just me? All right. Let's jump ahead now to the 25% mark of murder, mayhem, and mama. Boy, howdy. We're having a good time here on the Amazon Book Club. We're jumping ahead now to the 25% mark of murder, mayhem, and mama. After 45 minutes of combing the area, visiting all the restaurants where Callie McKay might have walked to, Britt returned to her hotel room and finally cratered and called for backup. Where's Callie? If Stan Humphrey had Callie, it might take more than him to find her. Stan, you weaselly son of a gun. What are you doing taking Callie? He knew he was bad news from the jump. Britt wore the hotel's carpet down to another layer of thread as he paced. 
<laughs> Real professional. Pausing, he stared at the two officers who'd just arrived, Wallowitz and Edwards. Ah, uh, Wallowitz. I called her friend again. She hasn't heard from her. Does she have other friends? Edwards, the force's newest female officer, asked. No. Nope. Britt stared at the bed. I don't know. I don't reckon her to be too friendly. Mm-mm, not around here. Callie could have all sorts of men friends waiting to take Stan's place. His shoulder blades tensed at the thought. Ooh, you need a massage. What time uh, did they say she checked in? Wallowitz asked. Around four. She called a friend and told her she was here. That guy doesn't sound like a Wallowitz. She didn't say anything about going anywhere. Just What's, a little friendly criticism. What's a Wallowitz sound like, Austin? Uh, yeah. That's not my job, okay? Yeah, we're not the readers. I'm not the artist. I'm the critic. And right now I criticize. Bad. Think of us as the end-all, be-all. Yeah, like God. Yeah. We're your God. When you think of God, take that feeling and apply it to us. Are you guys my boss? Yeah. Who's my boss here? Man upstairs. I'm a contractor. Here? Yeah. Will you get paid? No. Part of a union? I guess it's an internship. Should we unionize against Ganesh? I think we should. Seize the I means. you're my boss. I'm supposed to unionize against you. Well, the details are muddy. Let's get back into the book. Britt rubbed his shoulder. The vision of Callie lying somewhere bleeding kept flashing in his head. Mm. Then the vision flashed worse. I think I like it. He saw her lying somewhere with a cold stare of death on her sweet, sweet face. Aww. The same look he'd seen on one of the bodies just a few hours ago in another hotel room. Wait, what? The same cold look that Britt saw on Keith's face in his dreams. Not Keith. Bodies are hitting the floor in this mm. hotel. If anything happened, it was his fault. He had dropped her off at the school. He hadn't stayed around to see if that creep had been waiting for her. Okay, Wallowitz said. <laughs> we'll comb the area again. Either she's on foot or a friend picked her up. He's grown on me. Or, I, I like Wallowitz. Wallowitz, you old so-and-so. Or Humphrey had her. The door pushed open. They all swung around. Callie, still dressed in the pink dress, but now topped with a white sweater, stood in the doorway. Oh, enough time I for a... Uh, no, 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 she's back. And she's had a uh, costume change. <laughs> her eyes widened. What's going on? Am I dead? Britt's breath lodged in his throat. He gave her a quick once-over to make sure she wasn't bruised or bleeding. She wasn't. Let me give you a once-over. And that had him feeling like an idiot. Spin it around. Where have you been? The question came out harsher than he'd like. Is that Brit? I like Brit's voice. Kind of sounds like Wallowitz. He, her, her, <laughs> oh, no. her red-rimmed eyes focused on him. Who? Why? Jeez. The possibility suddenly crossed his mind. Have you been with Stan? If you're hiding something, you could go down with him. She frowned. Her shoulders tightened in every inch of her. Everybody's shoulders are real tense. Went on the defensive. I haven't seen him. Then where were you? Even as he asked it, he believed her about not being with Stan. Did she already have Stan's replacement lined up? It shouldn't bother him. But it did. Callie looked at the female officer as if needing an ally. He's a total jerk and I don't like it. Does he have the right to treat me this way? Do no. I even have to answer him? Send him to jail. I didn't call anyone this time. He's like a bad penny. He just keeps showing up. Mm. Edwards hesitated. I think Detective Lowell was worried. And I think he's being obnoxiously rude. Oh, sure, he's been nice a few times, but then he goes back to being rude. Wait, was that Detective Edwards' voice? Because that's a woman, and you sound very masculine. She's got a, a low timber. Okay, good for her. Strong. She turned around and stared at him. Are you bipolar or something? She ain't staying out of that one. <laughs> <laughs> Britt frowned and raked a, hair through his, raked a hand through his hair. Uh, How did I go from being a dickhead to bipolar? Well, I'll tell you. Please, if you're going to quote me, get it right. Her chin angled upward in a haughty tilt. Haughty. Mm. The name I dubbed you is Mr. Little Dickhead. Whoa. <laughs> well, that's also now, that was Ganesha's nickname in high school, I think. If, <laughs> if you oh, without excuse the, me. Uh, without head at the end. Just Mr. Little Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Very sensitive about it. Oh, that's really uncalled for. Mm, the whole podcast is. <laughs> Nobody called for this. Truly, this is excess. Nope. Nobody asked for it. This is, what we're doing here is ridiculous. Yes. All we, I did was try to read you a book. Yeah. That's it. Your first mistake. Well, first we bought all this equipment, and then we come over here once a week. You read books at us. Yeah. 
And what do we do? What am I supposed to do? Like it? What am I supposed to do but sit here? What am I supposed to do but like not come? Yeah. I guess I could just like not come. Yeah. Is this the last episode? Time will tell. (laughs) Now, if you'll excuse me, I need to run to the bathroom. Take a shit, okay? So what? Yeah. I put my pants on one leg at a time. And then I take them off and I take a shit like everybody else. Yeah. You take your pants off when you take a shit? Yeah, all the way. All the way down. Yeah. You hang them on the door hook. No, I do it at the urinal. Fold fold them up. No, that's what the urinal's for, right? Perfectly cups. The pants? No. The buttocks. Yeah. The loud whack service wake up call. It is. If I had never seen a urinal before, urinal before and I walked into a place, I was like, you're, I would think you're supposed to shit in there. How do you, would you bend down and touch your toes or do you sit up? <laughs> I can't do that right now. You just lean back into it. You lean back into it and you sit up straight like one of those workout benches. <laughs> <laughs> you hold onto the wall. This, yeah. this whole thought just makes me want to throw up. Uh, why? It's the human body's beautiful. Don't body shame me. So what if I shit in the urinal? So what? So what? Are you the police? <laughs> Are you the ass Far police? From yeah. He was back to being a dickhead. A tool of the oppressor. Britt saw the smile on Edward's face. You two can go. Edward shot a questioning glance at her partner. Britt released a gulp of frustration. Mm -hmm. A big gulp? He dropped it on the ground? Oh my god, there goes my Mr. (laughs) My gulp! That was my whole day's worth of cola. It's fine. She's just upset with me, but she'll get over it. So you two are... No, Britt said, but it felt like a lie. After they left, he sank down on the edge of the bed and dropped his face into his palms. He couldn't chase the image of a bleeding Callie from his mind. Stop thinking about that. He was so tired. So damn hungry. Also, she's dead. She's probably not bleeding anymore. And confused. Just bloody. Does all the blood just come out? Yeah, all at once. She's not dead. Well, why is he thinking about it? He's worried about her. He doesn't know where she is, right? No, she's She just came back. I'm confused. But honestly. he's still picturing her dead. So he's just got a. Throat. He's consumed by the thought of he's her being dead. He's got a dead. fetish. He's going to kill her. Yeah. She got a. She's. Callie, you need to get out of you there. You need to go. Come on, Callie. Go ahead so and die. I am hungry and confused. Why did he keep screwing up where she was concerned? Don't know. The answer came hurtling back at him. Because you're scared she's like dear old mom. Because you like her. Like her a lot. Like, like. Mm. And the last thing he wanted was to find himself being attracted to someone like his mom. No, not mama. Mama. Because then, by damn, that might mean he was like his dear old dad. By, <gasps> by damn. By damn. By damn it, I'm turning into my father. By damn, sir. Are you your own father? The bathroom door opened. She'd washed her face, combed her hair. And if the fire in her eyes was any indication, she she had somehow gotten angrier in the process. Yeah, let the hate consume you. Why are you even here? She asked. This is my hotel room and I haven't broken any laws. Uh, Oh, yeah. Okay, Okay. go on. He ran a hand over his face and decided to run with the truth or the partial truth. (laughs) Or like, maybe he'll just lie. Two bodies were found (laughs) this afternoon. Murdered. Oh, you don't you don't like to see that. Not here in yeah. this hotel. No, no, no. You hate that. He saw her trying to compute the information. Stan? Her color faded ever so slightly. Did she care about the asshole? He got another shot of ire to the to his gut. Remembering how his mom had cared about the numerous jerks she'd allowed in her life, he pushed it back. Not Stan. He was two of his band members. Ted Pratt. John Souls. Damn, he's in a band? What do you think he plays? Stan Rules. I think he plays tenor saxophone. I was going to say sax, too. Yeah. He's in a real Huey Lewis in the News band. Yeah, yep. A cover band, actually. Of Huey Lewis in the News, but only from the, the Back to the Future soundtrack. It's what, a very limited playlist. What's the name? Do they have a name? Oh, boy, yeah. I think it's called uh, Huey Lewis and the Jews, because they all met at synagogue together. Her eyes widened. I met them once. What happened? The image of the two no. dead men flashed in Brit's mind. The truth didn't require details. And their bodies were found in a cheap motel. You think Stan did it? Britt didn't hesitate. Yep. His phone was found at the scene. The men were killed sometime on Tuesday. We think the blood on your door could be theirs. Mm-mm. I was wondering. We were having it tested now. I keep seeing that blood. I'm like, whose blood is that and on I'm my thinking, door? I'm thinking, why? Why is that blood there? And I didn't, then, is that my blood? Whose? Did I, did I put that blood there? But like when? Also. Love that blood. I'm going to miss it sorely. <laughs> 
Her color went paler. He I, was, thought it, I thought it made the place look nice. I might just have to paint my door that color. I like a splash of color. You know, I really do. I, did, I thought I didn't, but I do. He was there with the bodies today. Britt nodded. Oh, we don't know if he was searching for something or what, but the last call he made was to your high school mm, this afternoon. Why? Oh, oh, the high school she teaches. I thought they meant the high school that they went to like earlier. Oh, I thought no, no, she no. was in high school for a second. No, she's a teacher. Remember, she's a teacher, the I best teacher. On I do campus. remember. I do remember some of this book. She, she, <laughs> she dropped beside him on the bed as if her knees had given out. You sure? <laughs> When I heard about the call to the school, I thought, he took a deep breath, I was worried Stan might have been waiting for you this afternoon. I thought I dropped you off right in his lap. When your car was here and you weren't, I thought the worst. Hmm? (laughs) Don't ask me, huh, in your reading voice. Huh? Nothing. I got nothing to say to you. She looked overwhelmed as if only half listening. I'm talking to Shane. Me. How did you find me? You might as well be a psychopath on the subway, mumbling in my ear. Brent noticed her puffy eyes again and his gut clutched. I went to the school. Your principal gave me Tanya's number. Brit remembered his last phone conversation with Callie's friend. He pulled his phone out and hit redial and handed it to her. Um, your friend's word. She made me promise I'd have you call her when I found you. Oh, sweet. Okay. Uh, I think I'm worse off now than I was before. Mm, yeah, not totally clear on what's happening at all. That's pretty self-explanatory. Oh, well, then let's well, just stop the it. podcast right here. It's self-explanatory. You get it, right? Yeah, so, like, she's a teacher at a school. She's got a fucked up boyfriend who appears to be murdering people. His yeah. bandmates, because his Huey Lewis band didn't work out. That's right. Mm. They wanted to leave and uh, join a Phil Collins cover band. Uh, and what's that like one called? Uh, that one's called I Can Feel It Coming In The Hair Tonight because they wanted to take off their yarmulkes and expose that beautiful mane. Anyway, it was a whole big thing. So that uh, is, uh, I think, what happened. I think I heard you say that. Yeah. It's, yeah, okay. in, the, it's in the subtext. Yeah. you got to read between the lines sometimes on this book with a, you know. Christy Craig. When Ganesha isn't giving you too much to work with, you got to make up your own stuff. What does better. that even mean? Well, I think you know exactly what it I means. I don't know what that means. Let's, jump, let's jump ahead now to the 50% mark of murder, mayhem, and, and mama. mama. Fifty? 50%? Is that what we're doing here? Fifty. Fifty percent. Here we go. Fifty percent mark of murders and maple syrup and whatever the hell. Mama. Mama. It took Callie only a few minutes to relax after she decided she liked Britt's family. She got the feeling, however, he wasn't anywhere nearly at ease as she was. When dinner was served, steaks with red potatoes and salad, Callie ate, but Britt who usually ate his food with gusto. <laughs> What'd he do? What could this little guy do? What an impressive man. Spent more time scattering his food on the plate than eating it. Weird. He's playing with it? Mm. Eventually, most of the party attendees meandered out to the listen to the band in the main room. The soft cadence of music shimmered through the door and attempted to set a cozy What's mood. That? What's that I hear? Is that I can feel it coming in the hair tonight? <laughs> Beautiful. But Britt's rigid posture chased it away. You okay? She said, leaning into his tense shoulder. Fine. Rolling his neck again, he eyed his mother and her husband sitting at the other side of a large table. Callie found it odd that they hadn't scooted over to converse with them. Come on, scoot. From what she could see, her family, his family appeared perfect. She supposed appearances could be deceiving. Nevertheless, considering she just lost her mother, it took everything she had not to pull his face close to hers and say, Love them, Brit. You won't have them forever. Love y'all, mama. Love your mama, cool. For she will be dead soon. You only got one mama in this world. Come on. Susan called from the door. Oh, We're dancing. Very shrill, Susan. Brit, Callie, you too. It's uh, I love this character that you rarely do. It's the struck by lightning character. <laughs> 
Frank and mom. It'll do the muscles good, mom. <laughs> Somebody who's clearly in the middle of a crisis. Brit stood. We should leave. He led her to the door. No. <laughs> Susan said when Brit whispered his goodbye. Mickey Mouse impression. We have an open <laughs> presence or cut the cake. And we're not going to until you dance with Callie. Yeah, it's like Mickey Mouse who just saw 9-11. <laughs> now go cut a rug, brother. <laughs> boy oh boy she shot him a firm glance and Callie got the feeling that whatever reservations Britt had about his family it wasn't with his sister I guess that's more respectful than Goofy seeing 9-11 Britt's frown <laughs> oh gosh oh gosh <laughs> oh no huh Dogs don't have very good eyesight, though. Well, he certainly wouldn't be seeing it in color. Brit's frown deepened, and he turned back to her. Would you dance with me so we can get this show on the road? She put her hand in his and smiled. I'd be honored. Do you know the jitterbug? <laughs> <laughs> he walked over. He walked her over to the dance floor just as a slow song started. He exhaled. This could be dangerous. It's just a dance. She placed her hands on his shoulders. He put his hand on her waist. You're lethal tonight. I feel a little poke coming through on you. That's what's on. <laughs> They're slow dancing to uh, 90s R&B. What's that song? I don't know, but it's about a guy yeah. getting a boner on the dance floor, and it was super popular when I was a child. A lot of the sorry, ma'am. A lot of the pop music of us growing up is really weird in hindsight. Yeah, that was the '90s, man. That was the end of civilization. <laughs> and this is the post-apocalypse that we're living in. I want to live in a world where I can sing a song about getting an erection while dancing, and then have it become a top forty hit and get rich and famous. That's America. His breath smelled of wine, and Dick Clark played it on his weekly top 40 that's right dick clark said hey kids get a load of this you got a pervert on the dance floor do you think dick clark would like do you think he enjoyed the 90s pop music no who didn't dick clark who didn't i don't know surely plenty of people i feel like he hosted the rockin new year's rockin eve because he was hoping and wishing that each new year would usher in just new music yeah. good music no. old timey the 90s music. was full of good music it was I'm just saying Dick Clark probably didn't like it. Yeah. Clark was this the New Year's rapping Eve? Not on my watch. Not on old Dick's watch. Then he died. Didn't Dick Clark do uh, like a rap song in the 80s? Never. Yeah, he did. Dick Clark. He, he did rapping Donald Duck. What? what? I think so. I'm, we're going to have to fact check this. All right. If he's wrong, put a big buzzer right here. And if he's right, then cut it. I don't want him to have the satisfaction. Thank you. She sighed when his fingers found that spot between her jeans and sweater and he touched her bare skin. That's my spot. What's that? Uh, the tummy? Yeah. Yeah, the T-spot. Or the belt. That's the B-spot. Touch me on my belt. What if you tuck your sweater into your jeans? What if? You ain't getting any. Just a dance, she told herself. The music flowed, so did they. The band changed songs, but kept the pace body brushing <laughs> like, slow. Like halfway through? Britt's fingers kept slipping under her sweater and onto her waist. Britt, come on. Come on! Never explored too high or too low, but the feel of his warm hands against her body made her dizzy. Ooh. Why are you looking at me when you're reading this? Can Go on, continue. Can you just feel a little poke coming through? She leaned her head against his shoulder. Thanks for coming with me. He whispered in her ear. Oh, that's sexy. <laughs> Thanks for asking. I've never heard a whisper with a grimace before. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for coming. Why did this have to feel so good? I would have asked you earlier. It's just uh, my family can be hard to take sometimes. She looked up at him. Susan is a joy and your mom seems sweet. Well, she's sweet, all right. His voice dripped with sarcasm. She continued to move with him. Is it her husband? You don't like him? You mean my dad? He brushed his face against her cheek. You smell so good. Ugh. His fingers slid under the sweater again. I'm getting a real uh, Billy Bob Thornton. You, <laughs> yeah, you very, feel so soft. Very sling blade. She laughed nervously and pulled back. Uh, please. Babe. 
Sir. He gave her an inch, but her breasts still brushed his chest. Don't talk about As they swayed, and an inch wasn't enough. She felt her body tightening and longing to move back in. Is it her husband? She asked again. He frowned. Mm, yeah, mm, could be. I keep forgetting which husband this is. Can we not talk right now? Britt's concentrating. I, I'm dancing really hard. <laughs> He's thinking about baseball. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> she loves him and leaves him, huh? She rested her head again back on his chest. She's talk about my mama like that. Think about what's the Austin Powers thing? Margaret Thatcher naked on a cold day. <laughs> yeah. I but, never got that joke as a child. Yeah. But now you do. Just got it. Now you're an older <laughs> culture gentleman and you know who Margaret Thatcher is. Yeah, she's hot. Uh, hated poor people, though. Something like that. Burning hell. His hips brushed against hers. She's still alive. No. Where's your father? Haven't you seen that photo of her grave with a little Snapchat hot dog dancing on it? <laughs> yeah. No, that sounds right up my Instant alley. Instant classic. Yeah. I think that's how they announced her death. Is she British? Uh, Jesus. Tell me everything. You need to rewatch Austin Powers. His body yeah, grew pass. tense. <laughs> yeah, um, he died when I was 14. Empathy filled her instantly. I'm sorry. She looked up. Don't be. Um, he deserved it. Ouch. She flinched at the bitter words. I'm sorry, he said. And that was cold, considering you just lost your mom. What did he do? He moved around the dance floor with practice ease. Britt kind of talks like Tommy Lee Jones in No Country for Old Men. Oh, that's his sexiest role. Yeah, he was on all the uh, sexy man, men's magazines. Mm, yeah. Tommy like, Lee. Yeah, like Vibe. Jones. What? The women? Booze? Uh, crime? What is this guy sputtering? Is this these malfunctioning? Are, these are things he likes. Yeah. Who's hotter, Tommy Lee Jones or Billy Bob Thornton? Oh, man, Tommy Lee Jones. Billy Bob Thornton? I'm going Billy Bob. What? Because you like danger? <laughs> yeah, well, that's, <laughs> yeah. Who doesn't? You think Tommy Lee Jones is a safe, a safer pick? Yeah. He's old. He's in Men in Black. Yeah, but Billy Bob, he's Mr. Woodcock. That was a good one. Nobody ever saw that, ever. I, I've seen it many times. I think I know. Is that where he's like a substitute teacher? Yeah, Sean William, Sean William Scott. Scott. God. Yeah. He's like banging Charlie and Scott's That's such mom. a Ganesh movie. Yeah, that's 100%. If you want to know, if you could just want an essence of Ganesh, that's, he, I'm sure is not lying. I bet you've seen that 10 times. Probably, yeah. Terrible taste. <laughs> terrible taste. <laughs> toilet man. You live in a toilet. You belong in a toilet. And you blame your mom? <laughs> she met his steps. Not even going to fight it. Even as those steps brought them closer, his hard body felt right. Mm. Oh. That's it? That's it. He's put the tablet you're gonna, down. You're leaving it Left us on hard, on hard body. Hard body? Aye, aye, Brit aye. hard body? Oof. And Callie dance a lot? I gotta go cool off. I'm getting the vapors. I'm hot and bothered over this hard body. But where's Mama? Mama. Yeah, she's not stru uh, struck from the grave yet. I want Mama to... I want to see her, her bony hand yeah. shoot out through the dirt like yeah. a Sam Raimi movie. Yeah, and then grab <sighs> somebody by the ankle. Uh, I think that's probably going to happen in the next part. As we jump ahead now to the 75% mark of murder, mayhem, and a mama. Sergeant Adams, this is Shane Paxton with the DA's office. Uh-oh. Whoa. Something's going on. Callie nodded at the heavyset older man and the beautiful redhead beside him. What's up, big boy and ginger? The woman wore a dusty green business suit that came a little too short on one end and a little too low on the other. I think big boy and ginger is a cocktail. Yeah. Mm, my favorite. I think it's Nashville's favorite morning show. <laughs> <laughs> you be the judge. 
write us in and let us know what Big Boy and Ginger is, and we'll never interact with you. AMZNBookClub <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, sure. Yeah. Email. That's the social media we should be plugging. She glanced at Callie with disinterest. Callie managed to offer the woman a smile. Miss Paxton didn't feel inclined to return it. Miss Paxton, the- if you're nasty. Didn't feel inclined to return the gesture. Get the sentence out, buddy. Callie fidgeted with her purse strap. Britt's partner stood beside her as if to offer support. The sergeant motioned to John and looked back at Miss 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 Paxton. You okay? <laughs> miss, 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 miss. Miss John Corals. He's new to our department. He's working the case. Miss Paxton glanced around and disappointment seemed to pull at her painted lips. I thought Britt was working the case. Corals and Britt Lowell are partners. Adams motioned toward the table. Let's sit down. Callie didn't miss the fact that the woman had referred to Britt by his first name. Then she remembered Britt mentioning his last girlfriend's name was Shane. <gasps> my name. It all me, comes me, together. Me, my name, me, me, oh, mine. Great. You put a beat on that. It's mine. Surely she wasn't about to be interrogated by Britt's old girlfriend. Who's Shirley? Oh, come on. Come on. Everyone. I love it. Everyone. Yes. Yes. What can I do for you? Callie forced a pleasant tone, but she wanted to finish this conversation before it got started. I need to go over your statements to make sure we've got a case against. She looked at the file. Stan Humphrey. Oh, Stan, you're going to jail, bud. Ooh, lock Stan down. Dead in jail. In the grave. Life in prison. Tombstones. Pizza. Callie nodded. I'm not sure what I can tell you that I haven't already told the police. (laughs) Actually, you can tell us a lot. She had a snippy voice that Callie didn't like. Yeah, that Uh, sounded snippy. (laughs) That's exactly how I described that. The fact that she was beautiful and had probably slept with Britt didn't help. Wait, this cop? Shane, the beautiful ginger cop. Duh. I was thinking of a slight ginger man with a mustache. Stan Humphrey gave you a diamond bracelet, right? Callie forced herself not to frown, and she started comparing herself to the sleek redhead. Red. Mm. Red and beautiful brown eyes. Exotic eyes. Beautiful Shane. She called her red? Yeah. I wish we still lived in a world where you'd call red-haired people red. Hey, red. Probably still happens. Yeah, I'm going to start doing it. I'll probably get fired. But hey. From well, what, the podcast? You run this joint. Oh, yeah, that's right. I'm the boss. Am I? Wait, we never figured that out. We'll come back to it. Red had beautiful brown eyes. Had, and she had at least two inches on Callie, too. A lot of inches in this book. I'm hearing the word inches quite a bit. Inch. Don't like it. Inching fingers. Inching height. Yeah. Which meant the woman had longer legs. That does not say that. Men liked long legs. <laughs> I caramba. I think you just. <laughs> you think I'm going off page? Yeah. <laughs> Ganesha's factoids here. Men like long legs. Men like long legs. <laughs> he had long legs. They were longer. And men like the long legs. Ganesha's a pervert. I do sound like that. <laughs> That's his real voice. You know, the funny thing is, nobody knows what your real voice is. This one you use now could just be another character. As bland yeah, podcast, thick host. Indian accent in real life. Yeah, whoa, that's right. You heckle him mercilessly about it. I don't. I like it. I've never heard it though. Shane does it back at him. It's even more offensive than the heckling. <laughs> yes, I told the police that, and I gave it to Britt, uh, Detective Lowell. Kelly Lowell. caught herself making the same Lowell. mistake the woman had earlier. Detective LOL. <laughs> Lots of love. The redhead raised a thinly plucked eyebrow. Did Mister Humphrey tell you where he got the jewelry? Now, instead of disinterest, the woman gazed at Callie as if she were something the buzzers had abandoned for some better-looking roadkill. Weird. It's a Texas metaphor. Love Texas. Shout Shout out to all our Texas listeners out there. Hey, if you're in Texas, you're in Texas. Yeah, get that shit in order, man. That place is fucked up. Not a fan. You're named after Texas. Yeah, well. Your name is Texas? Yeah, that's what they call me. Wow. Callie brushed her fingers. Like Hannah. Yep. That's yeah. Hannah, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's got to be a Hannah, Texas, right? Yeah. Callie brushed her fingers along the table's edge. Hannah City Limits. Yeah, I've heard of that. No, it was a gift and I didn't ask. She chose not to tell her that the piece of jewelry had been slung at her during an argument. <gasps> what kind of business do you think? Did you think your boyfriend was in Miss K? 
I'm sorry. I'm assuming he is your boyfriend. And I'm assuming you are the woman who stuck a condom in the pocket of the man I'm now sleeping with. Oh, my. Used? <laughs> Get a load of this. <laughs> we were dating at the time, and Mr. Humphrey is a musician. And not anymore. No. Callie wrapped her finger around the, her leather purse strap and stared at her black slacks and wished she'd worn something less teachery. Yeah, like a ripped acid wash of jeans. Like a backwards hat that says, fuck you on it. Yeah. And some Uggs. Yeah. Or maybe like a kilt with a gun on her hip. <laughs> and some Uggs. <laughs> yeah. Some, like Kevlar. Yeah, or maybe a full leather bodysuit. But with chaps, assless chaps. Whoa. Over the full suit. Yeah. So Different colored leathers. It's weird, but she does it. <laughs> Didn't I read and hear that he was living with you? <laughs> Is this the ghost? No. Ooh, mama? Mama? Mama. He was staying with me while I, he found an apartment. How long would she be paying for that mistake? Hmm. Miss Paxton flipped through the pages. Funny. It seems all these reports are written up by Brit. Did you ever make a report, Mr. Quarles? Hey, Brat. 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 Was Brit mostly on the case? Brat. I said Brat. Mama, get Brat. Unlike Callie, John Quarles seemed completely relaxed. I'm sure they just haven't been filed yet. The DA smiled, but it looked transparent. Then her gaze hit Callie again. Was Mr. Humphrey doing well in his career? No. No, 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 no. Far from it. Horrible. Yeah. Callie tried to imitate John's relaxed composure. I don't think so. <laughs> Well, well, well. Love confidence in my partner. Uh, so tell me, Miss McKay, if you knew your boyfriend wasn't financially stable, then how did you think he could afford to give you such an extravagant gift? I don't know, stealing? Yeah, he probably stole it. What are you, a cop? Oh, shit. Callie stiffened her shoulders at the implied accusation. Shoulder talk. Love those stiff, tense shoulders in every chapter. I thought the bracelet was fake. Detective Lowell even can even tell. You, that I'd thrown it away. He dug it out of my garbage the day he came looking for it. Yeah, I was digging through your garbage, so what? So what? The woman looked at John. Come on. Come on! Uh, <laughs> How is that written? Uh, yeah. I'm surprised Detective Lowell isn't here now to offer his support. No answer. I think it was I-U-O-O-E-U-G-H-E. Her brows arched. <laughs> He's so good at supporting his female witnesses. She hung her implication out like underwear on a clothesline. Yeah, get Ooh, a little, do not put that on a clothesline. No, no, no. Okay, take a handful of my implication, if you the will. bees will swarm. <laughs> John squared his shoulders, but some of his cool composure <laughs> slipped and hit the floor. Ooh, like the bodies from earlier. Brit had some other matters to tan to this morning. The woman's gaze landed back on Callie. Tell me. Did you have the opportunity to see the detective this morning? Oh, you're leaving it there at a, a cliffhanger. Chapter end. Chapter end. End. What number of chapters are yeah. we at? Yeah. What's the next chapter number? 40. 40. 40. What the fuck? That's inappropriate. Ugh. There's no page numbers, right? Traditionally in it. We can't tell what page we're on. 40 Correct. chapters, though. Good Lord. That's crazy. Rain it in. Woo. Have some self-control, you Woo. fucking animal. Woo. Uh, let's jump ahead now to the last page, probably chapter 85 or whatever the hell. Of Still no mama. Murder, mayhem, and the missing mama. I haven't seen mayhem either. Mm. All this time and no mama. Where is she, mama? Mama, come on out. Mama. Let's jump ahead now to the last page of uh, Murder, Mayhem, and Mama. False advertising. Yeah, so where's far. Mama? Give me Mama. I want more Mama. Mama. I want any Mama. Oh, Mama. 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 Her blue eyes washed with emotion. Her next step brought her against him. <gasps> she didn't say a word. Oh. She didn't repeat the words he needed to hear, but she rested her cheek against his chest. Kiss my grits. No, it's coffees for closers only. <laughs> was this goodbye or welcome home? He was so damn scared, but he couldn't help but wrap his hands around her neck. Toss salad Back. and scrambled eggs. Oh my God. God. And bury his face into her hair. He would take this moment for however long it lasted. He savored the feel of her against him. 
She felt so right in his arms, so right in his life. Was having forever too much to ask? Yeah. This is way better than that creepy dude brushing his leg hair up against yeah, her. Yeah, get a load of my calf hair. My dangling calf, calf hair. <laughs> Do you like my calf? Your, your mother. <laughs> he said, finding it hard to admit. She, your, she, I, I had a dream. Kelly raised her head. <laughs> what book is this? And rested her chin on his chest. I believe the biography of Martin Luther King Jr. As she gazed into his eyes. You dreamed about her? About mama? He nodded, noticed she had a little piece of soup pasta. <laughs> Everyone has <laughs> shit in their teeth. <laughs> An O and P on her cheek. Excuse me, on her cheek. O and P? She got P on her cheek, dude. Owen's P. Yeah. Who's wow. Owen? She's just slathering food all over her face. And where's mama? Mama. He reached up and knocked them off. <laughs> no, I mean, knock that shit off your face. <laughs> she told me when it wobbled like a duck. And quack like a duck. It was a duck. Well, that's your mama, all right. <laughs> I always say, if it looks like a duck, it smells like a dog. Then that's Callie's mama. That's mom. <laughs> that's mama. She said I wasn't a duck. I smelled her coming. I think what she meant was that I'm not like my dad. I'm I'm alive. I'm a <laughs> I'm a softy. A smile touched her lips. Sounds like mom. Emotion filled her eyes again. A knot of fear formed in his throat. Then she, she said she'd kill me. <laughs> <laughs> I'd sleep in Davy Jones' locker, she said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she looked at his chest. Sick. Why do you have alphabet soup over you all over? Why? <laughs> Why do you have alphabet soup all over you? Everybody in this book is covered in food. <laughs> Stains. Hey, I'll forget how to eat. <laughs> no utensils here in uh, Tampa mama Bay. Mama taught me a lot, he? but not how to use a spoon. Not my mama. She said, use your hands. Oh, I, I almost got into a fight with a guy I thought was your new boyfriend. He Turns did. out it was a child <laughs> eating soup. <laughs> Tossed it right at me. And boy, did that kid have an arm. <laughs> that kid, boy, I think he threw 70 miles per hour. I think he tagged me at 80. I, I, told, I told Coach, you keep an eye on this boy. <laughs> He's a soup tosser. <laughs> Best I've seen. I've never seen a kid toss soup this fast in all my years. <sighs> toss that soup over a hill, mm. as far as I'm concerned. You, you can't see that soup. He throws it so far. He's he going to stain. Mm. He just stared at her. It was heaven looking at her. His chest filled with a filled with a light, bubbly feeling. What fucking like tomato sauce? I looked down. I had I had seltzer all over me. <laughs> I don't have a boyfriend. He smiled. I know. It's gonna look like he had corn out. on a cob in his teeth. What's going on here? <laughs> Close that mouth. What? She asked. God, being with her felt so damn good. Mm. He wanted to laugh, to pick her up and swirl in her his arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pick you up and swirl you. <laughs> oh, please. I went to your old apartment and entered the door. Oh, entered. And he threw soup on you? She asked. Boy, did we just nail that shit. No, nope. right, his wife or girlfriend did. Well... She threw it on him because she thought he was cheating on her Whoa. again. Then he somehow transferred the soup from him and threw it on somebody else. And I was standing by him. She chuckled. That's crazy. <laughs> oh, he got hit with, he got collateral damage with soup. Yeah, pretty much was. She continued to look up at him. I hey. hope you explained. He nodded. Yep, 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 I did. Huh? <laughs> Live, love, laugh, throw that fucking soup. Roll hey. that beautiful bean footage. She knocked a few more letters from his coat. And then she met his gaze. <laughs> See how many he's got a whole the whole alphabet on there. Even snuck in some numbers. <laughs> knocked knocked what, him from his coat. They're just hitting the floor. <laughs> that's what mind your P's and Q's means. Oh. What? I'd always wonder. <laughs> no, people, that's... people always get this the alphabet soup on them. Nope. So you take the P's and Q's off. Way off. What are you left with? Every like twenty four other letters yeah there's a lot of letters man really you ever seen the alphabet it's big buddy you can Ooh. use most words without even using a p or a q yeah look my whole sentence that i just said had no p's or q's well except for right there at the end well i love you too he let go of a deep breath 
and he <laughs> hadn't even realized she'd been holding <laughs> very fast. <laughs> Gotta get it out. That's the, the most efficient way to breathe deeply. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> Damn. For a minute there, I didn't think you were going to say it. <laughs> Just burping? He pulled her into his arms and kissed her. <laughs> and she never flinched. That's good. That's a good reaction to a kiss. No flinching. That's how you know it's wanted. Ah. Uh, even when the, the noise. Mm. Ah, thank you. <laughs> you say thank you every time you get a kiss? Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. I request kisses on the forehead only. He gives an Oscar's acceptance speech. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to my mother and father, the man upstairs, my agent, my Producers. Yeah. The writers, we couldn't do it without you. Anyway. Even when the kiss ended, they stood there holding on to each other. Plan another one on me. Ow. So soft. With one hand, he reached for the bag he'd left on the table. The other, he kept around her. It yeah. might be a while before he let her go. Picked up some condoms on my way here. <laughs> what is it? She <laughs> laughed when she pulled out the sweater she'd left at his office Rubbers. months ago. <laughs> I guess this means you want your leather jacket back. He smiled. As long as I have you, you can keep it. A teasing glint lit her eyes. What if we break up, you give that jacket back? What if I keep both you and the jacket and let you borrow it occasionally? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excellent plan, he said. But I, I have to warn you. Does this guy sound like this the entire book? If you keep my jacket, <laughs> I'll be hanging around a long time. I'm talking commitments and official documents and all that stuff. Yeah, I'll adopt you. <laughs> she smiled. Are you asking me to marry you? Well, no. Let's not jump ahead of ourselves. Nope. <laughs> nope. I was planning on asking you that question with much more flair, a ring, some flowers. Really? She grinned. Yep. But if I was asking you, would you? Yes. <gasps> she said with enthusiasm. Oh. I'd say Aww. yes. I forgot all about the murders. Oh, and mama. Or in mayhem. Never forget mama. Maybe love is mayhem. Mm, no, I don't think that's right. Well, that book was weird. Uh, yeah. Par for the course, I suppose. I didn't get what I wanted, and I wanted some Momo. I wanted everything that was in the title. Is yeah. that so much to ask for? They say don't judge a book by its cover, but I think the title's fair. True, true, true. Christy Craig, you've sucked again. Yeah, we gave you a second chance, and boy, now you're 0 for 2. Next for one, two. Next one. You're out. You're out, but then you get three outs, and then there's nine innings, so we're going to read a whole bunch. <laughs> uh, so I think, who should we cast for this? Well, first off, we have to tackle Callie. Well, I've been thinking about Billy Bob Thornton for the last hour. As That's Callie? all you, dude. Yeah. Well, uh, as anyone. I've been thinking about him for 15 years. Well, what if he plays <laughs> every role? <laughs> you know? He has the range. Not bad in kind of like a, uh, a nutty professor kind of yeah. way. <laughs> CGI? CG. You yeah. know, the world needs another nutty professor. Yeah, except about murder and starring Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah, and less fat shaming. Well, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, it was celebrating. Yeah, I felt like it celebrated fatness. That's the whole moral of the story. It's not how, what you look like, but what you bring. Yeah. What you can offer. Yeah. Well, that's a lie. No, no, no. Fat people are great. Three cheers for fat people. Uh, so uh, this one, though, let's forget that for a second because we were going down a dark path. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> it's a play, play, plain sorry 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 um uh, okay this is why we don't have sponsors callie who's playing callie that because nobody listens who's playing callie well i'm gonna say what do we know about callie tilda swinton oh yeah let's weird it up she looks like a callie she looks like a tilda total oh. tilda i mean um you can be both i don't really know or i haven't or care or care. Enough said. Who's the I want to know who's Mama. Mama? It's Kathy Bates. Oh, I knew you were going to do Kathy Bates. Always. She's I thought mama. you were going to go uh, Jessica Lang. Why would I ever, <sighs> ever call her Mama? King not, Kong. Not my Mama. She's in King Kong. Jessica Lang was in King Kong. Yeah. And she played Mama? Yeah. Mama Kong. I got to watch that again. <laughs> <laughs> Don't recall that one. Uh, I'm sticking with Kathy Bates. I think she's a perfect Mama. I'd love for her to be my Mama. But I also like my real Mama. I want two mamas. What other characters are there in There's this book? Brett. Brett. I'm going to go with, let's see, Luke, uh, Luke Bill, Hemsworth. Billy Ray Cyrus. Okay. I'm I have splitting no, the difference and going with Luke Wilson. That's actually, yeah, that's splitting <laughs> the difference for sure. It really is. Damn. <laughs> Man, you nailed it. Congrats to you. Good for you. We have the uh, fat cop and hey. the ginger. Boy, oh boy, we're really biffing in here with the slurs. 
we How have... about Biff? The guy that played Biff oh, in Back to the Future. Uh, what was his name? Tom Thomas? Tom DeLong. Yeah, I think that's right. He's the cop. And his assistant is... Beaker from The Muppets. Perfect. I think that wraps it up, right? That was good. Yeah. We did. We had a good run, okay? Thanks for everyone's time. Yeah, and if you didn't give us your time, I get it. So... Let's wrap it up. Uh, you can find us at bookclubpodcast.com, AMZN Book Club on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Uh, you can reach us at amzmbookclub at gmail.com. Thank Thanks. you to Morris Reese. Yeah, shut the fuck up. This right. is my job. Right. Thanks to Morris Reese for the music. Should have unionized, dude. Yeah, you didn't join the union. Now we're on strike. Uh, well, <laughs> good, you luck. Can't. good luck filling these shoes. I could do it myself. I would love to see that. Yeah, I'll fill them with spaghetti. Anyway, thanks to Morris Reeds for the music, Chris Linquist for the art. Thanks to Ganesh for not interrupting me here at the end. Really appreciate it, buddy. Better luck next time. Thank you all for another successful episode of the Amazon Book Club. You're welcome.